Kate, I'm gonna move this Ikea bag and reveal to you some toys. Are you ready? I guess. This looks like a carnival of money spending that I was not aware of and did not participate in. Could I have bought a jacket for this amount of money? Um, depends on the type of jacket. A high-end jacket, no. Several low-end jackets, probably. It really smells of old plastic. Like, oh, yeah, I was just, that's... a whiff of it just came hitting me in the face and it, it was like a cloud, like a miasma. That's authentic. It's really authentic not. toy scent. <laughs> Sorry, it's not good. All right, Kate, where to begin? Let's let's just break these down one at a time. I'm actually curious. This will be a little quiz for you maybe to uh, explain what you know, what you don't. I've never taken one of these new mics handheld before. Oh, I, I think this will work. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, let's start with the obvious one here. You know this guy? Yeah, that's Tim Allen. Tim Allen, uh, starring uh, as yeah, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Right? There he is, looking He looks good. like he'd be really hard to hold. Okay, here, grab him. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab Take him. Take him. Okay. Can you, can you? Nah, you're not gonna be able to reach. I think you, you should just maybe handle the toys because yeah. I don't want to touch them. Yeah, understood. He is pretty hard to hold. His dome is kind of foggy. Yeah, it's with kind age, of cloudy. It's not you know? good. Um, his buttons don't do anything anymore. Sadly, he looks like a senator from like Utah. Like he looks like he's, he's got like a really big Mormon family at home. <laughs> All right, there's Buzz. Uh, let's see. How about how about this guy? Uh, that's you know um, Mr. Big Eyes. <laughs> and I believe his name is Lenny. Lenny. Oh, Lenny that's cute. Lenticular, yeah. you know. Oh, that's nice. You know, he's a good yeah, one. That's cute. Does he move? Go ahead. Do the honors. Here, right, wind me, him up and then put him on the table. Okay. Wind him up into your microphone. Go ahead. All right, hold on. Break him. No, you gotta there you go. The other way. There you go. There you go. All right. I'm winding him up really good. Go ahead. Pop him on the table there. Okay. Oh, his eyes are really googling. Yeah. <laughs> you seem to enjoy that. Oh. Well, Nothing happened when you put him down. Nope. <laughs> he just won't. What if I pick him up? Will he? Huh. Yeah. Try to wind him up. Maybe I should uh, see if that eBay seller will, you know, consider a partial refund. Okay. So that's that's Lenny. Let's get him out of the way so he stops cranking. Well, here. Did I crank him right? Uh, try it again. Here, let go and see if his legs move before you even put him down. No, then try cranking the other way. Did it doesn't sound right, though. I mean, Kate, it is possible that this old Burger King toy that's uh, between 20 and 30 years old just doesn't doesn't work anymore. Talk about ASMR. Oh, he should be moving. By the way, way too late for me to say this, but if you're just listening to this episode, go to our YouTube page, Nostalgia on YouTube. This whole piece where Katie's looking at the toys is uh, is there as a video. All right, there's Lenny. All right, how about... How about uh, this guy? That's Mr. Potato Head. Classic. Um, this potato toy. Um, there he is. I've configured him as close to the movie version as possible. He kind of looks like um, Groucho Marx. I can see it. He does have a few more pieces in his in back. His bum. In, his, in his butt. In his bum. It's in his butt. Yep. Yeah, so that does open. Uh, so there's good old uh, Mr. Potato Head. How about this one? Uh, that is a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Do you like to push the button on his back? The button on his back. Do you want you, why to? don't you push okay. it? Okay, you don't want to touch these toys. I don't want to touch them. Oh, he talks. Let's try again. I don't know if my mic got that. Oh, I'm so glad you're not a dinosaur. We're going to play. Real play. I can't wait. So that's kind of fun. Um, the problem is I've been storing these in our basement and whenever I pick up the big Ikea bag to move them, he always gets triggered somehow and mm. talks. And the first few times it really gave me a good scare. <laughs> okay, let's move him. This is really a significant amount of money. It's a lot of toys. It's a significant amount of childhood memories, Kate. Is that right? Uh, this guy, you know his name? Um, big Wheels. RC. He's a remote oh. controlled car now. However, though you think without seeing the receipts that this was a lot of money, this is the cheapest, uh, biggest version I could get. The real ones that are remote controlled for real are very mm -hmm. expensive. This is not an actual RC car. Okay, well, it just why has he got like a one. cup holder on the top? So this version of him uh, is supposed to come with a small Woody and Buzz that can oh, fit there, can but not there. not full sized, you know. Got so it. kind of is lame. But he, yeah. to me, he's close enough to his scale mm -hmm. uh, and was much more reasonably priced than the hard to find remote controlled uh, for real ones. Well, and I feel like they would be like the batteries would have corroded them by now. Oh, for sure, for know? sure. Oh, this guy. This is one of the only ones. It actually might be the only one that I already had that I did not have what to find. He? His name, Kate? You want to guess? Uh, robot friend. His name's just Robot. You oh, uh, you pretty much nailed it. 
I don't think the camera's getting him in focus. Let's see. Is the autofocus working? No. Sure isn't. Okay. So um, his name's just Robot. This is a real Burger King toy I got for real at Burger King in 1999 when Toy Story 2 came out. Here's my question. Yes. Were you disappointed that it was Robot and not something better? You know, it's funny. I don't really remember having a strong reaction. The main Burger King disappointment I remember is getting an Anastasia toy of Anastasia, the title character, because uh, the gender binary was real for me back then, and I remember being upset that I did not get the, quote, boy toy. But um, Did your mom make you return it? No, she didn't. Did she have I was you with, write a strongly worded letter? She would have, possibly, but I was with my aunts at oh. the time, so it wasn't an issue. Um, it's a cool toy. I, I'll have to dig it up whenever we watch Anastasia. I want it Bartok, probably, the bat. But uh, or uh, what's like his name? Named yes. after Bela Bartok, yeah. the composer. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch Anastasia. Did you watch that movie? Maybe we're way off task here. But uh, so there's the robot. Uh, okay, how about this guy? That's um, sarcasm pig. Ham. His name is Ham. It's Ham, and this is a real functional bank. So just so you know, we could. I should have probably put money into something like this rather than purchase. Yeah. This. Why don't you just? Uh, why don't you just save ham. your money? Why don't you just? Put it in the Capital One. Um, Let's cut to our tell, Capital don't One tell people, uh, Don't tell people what, what our online bank is. What if they steal just, our identities? Why don't you just... What if they correctly guess that our password is Toy Story number sign one? Why don't you just put it in a high-yield savings account? I'm Kate, confused. How about this guy? Um, that's a slinky dog, and he's voiced by an old man. Jim Varney, yep. uh, also known as Ernest, who... You ever seen an Ernest movie? No. Never. This is also the safe like version. Like the importance of being Ernest? <laughs> Not quite. No? Um, he did a, he did a oh. sketch based on that. But this is the safe version of the toy because it has a string. Oh, yeah. So you can't use it. it to whip your siblings. Yeah, or like poke your own eye out. So okay. this is, if you're really hardcore, you cut the string out yourself. Dang. However, I always thought it was kind of funny that um, when positioned like this, he kind of looks like a dog <laughs> who is um, scooting, you know, yep. across the floor, which I, I find very entertaining. I love when a dog scoots across the floor as long as it's not my dog <laughs> or my floor. All right. Uh, we're almost, we're getting there. We're I getting just, there. The, the debris is touching me though. Oh, here because on I the put couch. the slinky dog on the couch to get it out of the uh, camera's view. Yeah. <laughs> The okay. De the detritus. All right, we're getting to the bottom of this. Okay, we got a couple of these guys. Uh, it's an army man. Classic little yep. green uh, army man. You know who? Remember who voices him in the movie? The main one. Uh, Pat Sajak. R. Lee Army, the uh, the guy from Full Metal Jacket, who was really in the army. No, nothing. No. Mail call on the History Channel in the early two thousands. No. I'm getting nothing out of you. That's okay. This one's got a bazooka, uh, but these are a bunch of Toy Story official Toy Story branded army men. I um, used to like the army men that had the parachute. Okay, when I received this shipment of army men, I was excited but also disappointed to see this one who had a parachute, Aww. but it has been cut off. Tragic. And do you notice he's a different shade of green? Yeah, he's, he looks kind of new. Than the others, you know, because there's yeah. this guy. He's, a, he's like more of a... puce. Yeah, and let's hold them up together now that the focus is Look set out. here. Right, there you Forest go. Forest green and Clearly a puce. Clearly see the difference, right? One of these uh, guys. That's a little green alien. They're in a cult, and <laughs> they look like they don't smell great um smell it see what happens it's not as bad as you'd think but it's not it's not wonderful they're much bigger than i expected yeah right this is like fairly huge yeah it's like um, a i'm not sure why well you got to get more for your money since you're spending all of our money how about this look at this thing that's a three-headed sheep that's cerberus sheep <laughs> um and it's actually from chernobyl <laughs> um, Billy, Goat, and Gruff. I think they have names like that. You why, know, why does it have? Heads. Oh, I thought it had udders, but those no, are legs. Those are, those, those, are, legs. those are supposed to be legs. They do look kind like, of disturbing. Why does it have these confusing um, udders? udders underneath. Um, no, there's the, the little goat, uh, which of course goes with. That's a sheep, baby. Oh, I'm sorry, a sheep. Do you not know uh, what kind so of So it's not going to be called Billy, are? Goat, and Gruff. I don't know what their names are. We'll find out in the film. And then, of course, they belong with uh, one of the highlights of this collection Bo Peep. Bo Peep was really hard to find. And this is a 1996 authentic Toy Story 1 Bo Peep cape. Wow. Kind of like a Barbie. She's got cloth clothes. You can kind of see how shiny she is because... She is very shiny. In yeah. the film, she is supposed to be porcelain um, mm. as like a lamp, which is not safe for your kid to play with. But, no, no. Uh, so I, I was wondering if I could find a lamp, but I kept discovering these lamps that were really small. Um, and I was I was scared I was going to accidentally get one, uh, mm. and I'd be annoyed with how small it is because not all of these are to scale. But I wanted her to be to scale. Whoops! I dropped her uh, her accessory there. We got this guy. Uh, this is what what is this called? This isn't the speak and spell. Oh no! This guy's name I think is Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike. Because he's a microphone, right? Ah, yeah. I tried to clean the battery contacts. Talk about corroded batteries. 
I could not get this thing to work. It does take a battery, but uh, I, I dipped, you know, a Q-tip in isopropyl alcohol. I was really trying to scrub the corrosion off. I could not get him to work, sadly. Uh, but he's great. He looks amazing. I mean, look at this guy. Really, what a, what really a piece lovely. of uh, what a statement piece for the collection. Uh, okay, we're you're, almost. You're saying the collection, like with a capital T yeah. and a capital C, like this is going to be somewhere in our house. I am concerned. Kate, could you do me a favor and what? pull the yellow um, lever here? I've fallen for that joke before. Can you pull my finger? Yeah. Can you can you go ahead and pull it? Let's see. Let's see if we can get some noise out of this. Oh God, that's horrendous. And it didn't exactly land on sheep. Try just try one more. All right, time. hold on. You got to really hold it. I'm trying. I'm okay. putting the microphone near it. <laughs> it landed it's on turkey. It's pointing to turkey. That's not not so great. What are some of the important animals that children should animals know? Animals you need to know. Uh, uh, turkey. Uh-huh. Sheep. Uh-huh. Dog. Mm-hmm. Duck. Frog. Horse. Coyote. Rooster. Pig. Cow. Bird. Kitten. What is that? Cat. 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 It does have white text and a yellow background. Though. It's Poor really graphic difficult design to choice, read. No yeah. contrast. Um, I mean, I think we can admit it's not so much about what's important for kids to learn. It's about what will have a distinct noise on the toy. What will right? sound possessed. Who has, uh, who has good noises. And then truly the main event here, which this was the first one that I acquired specifically, you know, it, it, recently in my adult life. He's looked like he looks like. <laughs> He looks what like he's he look had like? kind of like a rough night. <laughs> you know, he's kind of leaning over. His hat's askew. Oh, Woody. Let's see. Let me, uh, let it's me... really hard to do with just one hand. You don't have to pull it very hard. <laughs> okay, his hat fell off. Let, his hat fell off. Let's try that again. Okay, so that's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Ah, uh, well. Right there. Fake Tom Hanks. It's possible it's his brother. One of his brothers uh, performs Woody in video games and toys. Wow. That's his whole, that's, I think that's his full-time job. I mean, just, good for Tom Hanks' his brother. Amazing. What's his name? Paul? Mis- Mr. Hanks. I don't know. It's something. Jim? Hanks. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, he has a brother Chet who, Senior? who does all that stuff for him. It would be kind of weird to name. You can't make a junior of your uncle, can you? I don't know. I, you or know what? Your, Fam- your family's, family's weird, man. So um, here's Woody. I got him can a little you, stand. Can you hold him up a little? I'm having trouble. His, his I want to take him. Are I want to take him off. He, that's what's so funny about Woody is the way that he can kind of flop around like in the movie. They I don't like him his like that. face. Hang on. Um, oh, so this Woody, the one that I found, I picked him mainly because of his face. I think his face is great. I think he looks very, very much like movie Woody. Mm-hmm. Again, fighting with that autofocus. Um, he is he is a little floppy, and most importantly. Oh, wow. His shoe shoe. does say Andy. I didn't have to do that. Uh, It came like that. So the only thing he did not come with was a hat. It was very hard to find a reasonably priced Woody that talks and looks this way with a hat. It's so modern I th- problems, baby. I, th- I 3D printed the hat. That's wow, that's that how I got around really that. Cool. You can Thanks see job, the striations baby. in the poor paint job underneath. And I, I tried to do some masking to get the band a different color, but I gave up and then I repainted the whole thing because my, my masking wasn't good. I'm not good at this. So uh, this looks this now looks like <laughs> this, how toys yeah. look yeah. for real when this a kid plays horrendous. with them. Uh, now this horrible uh, mess Toy we graveyard. have here. But... Give you some background it's here, Kate. Looking like the Barbie Dreamhouse, circa 1999. <laughs> it's okay. I uh, I was just going to tell you why I have acquired all these toys. Yeah, why are you why are you making um, me look at all of these? Ever since I saw Toy Story as a, as a boy, as a lad in 1990, when did it come out? Five, I think. Uh, I should know that. It's in my notes. In 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 the mid 90s when it came out, I always thought it'd be so cool to have all of the toys from Toy Story. I just thought that would be the best. Now. I never asked anyone for these. I mean, I, I never did any, took any steps to achieve my dream as a child. It's not like I asked and was told no. Uh, I just first, you know, didn't occur to me to maybe ask, even when I received that one from Burger King Robot. Uh, so a couple years ago, I found a Woody. I was like, oh, you know what? I want to find Woody. I want to buy him on eBay. And I just want to put him on my desk at work. I just thought that would be nice. So I got that stand that you could see there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like... Um, a spell had been cast on me. I just, my my eBay recommendations were guiding me down this dark path to slowly acquire as many as I could. And I have a little note. I forgot to bring it home. It's actually in my desk drawer at work. But I have a note card where I have this list, this running list of all the toys. And they're, you know, these guys are all crossed off. There's a few big ticket ones I'm missing. Can you think of one from Toy Story 1 that I don't have? There's there's at least um, four or five. Uh, 
How about Hockey Puck? Remember him? What? No. Don Rickles, Mr. Potato Head, uh, uh, roasts him a little bit. Uh, how about the big one, Rocky Gibraltar? If anybody out there who's a fan of Nostalgia, because uh, we have Hi, lots, Mom. many fans, uh, has a Rocky Gibraltar or can get one and would like to send it to me, please, let, we'll talk. Uh, he's the he's the re- like weightlifting wrestler guy. He's got a connects piece that he uses. As, uh, never mind. Um, the Troikas, the little eggs. You'll see. There's lots of characters here. However, I would like to point out, and this sounds like classic uh, justification behavior, I have no desire to get any of the Toy Story 2 toys. So Stinky Pete, Jesse, Bullseye, forget, I, I don't care. I could care less. Zerg, I'm, just, I'm more of a Toy Story 1 fan myself, personally, just so you know. So you don't have to worry about this uh, this continuing I'm, until I'm already worried. until we can't pay our mortgage. I will tell you, these I got I got pretty good deals. Um, I'm, a, I'm a good eBay, good eBayer. I'll wait, I'm patient. Otherwise, I would have Rocky Gibraltar right now if I wasn't. But he goes for $100, typically, and that's just not going to happen. And he's smaller than he's supposed to be. So it's why would I pay a premium and get one that's not the right price or not the right size? So, Kate, um, what do you think of all this? Are you, are you thrilled to see it all? Um, there's a lot of plastic smell in this enclosed space. <laughs> and my favorite one is that three-headed sheep with udders. You like uh, this one? Yeah. We'll find out its name when we watch the movie. I'm going to call it Ike. Speaking of, we are, uh, we're going to watch the movie momentarily. So uh, let's clean these toys up and then we'll go over the notes. When's the last time you saw Toy Story? Oh, God, I don't know. Okay, a long uh, time. Many years ago. Eons ago. All right. Yeah, let's clean these toys up and get them in a separate room. Oh, they're going to go back to my office now. They've just Excellent. been they've just been stuck here in the house waiting for us to do this episode, but they'll, they'll be out of the house momentarily. Too many toys for my office, you think? Better than here though, right? You don't care. You don't care what my reputation is at no, work. I don't. Um <laughs> as long as you don't have to look at these toys here. How about forget about the last time you saw Toy Story? What do you remember about seeing it as as a kid? Did this you watch is it? The first movie I saw in a movie theater. I don't know if you knew this about me. I don't. Uh, maybe I did. Yeah. Wow. We saw it at like our local, uh, like independent theater. Do you remember that experience? Um, I remember going to the movie theater, mm-hmm. and I remember eating popcorn, and I remember opening the door to the movie theater, like from the outside. To yes. Go in. And were you excited? Like, yeah, I was like, I'm going to see a movie. Did you? And there parents, are certain ways that you need to act in a movie. This is the very next question I had. Yeah, <laughs> yes. did they like prime you for this? Yes, like, here's what absolutely. it's going to be like. Yeah. Here's what you can do. Here's what you can't do. Yes. And did you follow those rules? What were some of the rules? You can't be running around. Uh-huh. You can't talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to eat your popcorn, but you got to eat it quiet. Now, do you, you remember all of that? Do you remember the experience of watching the movie, though? Absolutely not. Nothing. <laughs> did you ever watch it again? Is this a movie that you um, revisited throughout childhood? Not really. Not really that much. No. When you talk about like the gender binary earlier, like there aren't any princesses in it, oh, you know? Oh, this is more of a quote unquote boy movie. Huh? No, I think it's just a neutral movie. Interesting. You know? But it wasn't for, I mean, the two main characters are men. Right? Does it pass the Bechdel test? Uh-oh. Um, oh, no. Do you think? No, definitely not. Named female characters, Bo Peep and M- Mom. And Molly, there's a baby. Okay, you're right. Uh, and there's that uh, fishing rod with legs, but she doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, she, she doesn't have a name either. All right, Kate. Uh, well, this movie uh, was released in theaters on November 22nd, 1995. So you saw it sometime between then and probably early 1996, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Wow, you're just a, just a little kid. It was made by Pixar uh, and distributed by Disney. At the time, those were separate, unrelated companies. Later, Disney will acquire Pixar, but not by the time this movie came out. And it is historic because it's the first movie you ever saw in theaters. No, it's historic because it's the first ever feature-length, computer-generated, 3D animated film. Wow. This is a historic film, Kate. We've come a long way from the Utah teapot, which I'm sure you talked about on this podcast earlier. Oh, Uh, good God. Earlier? What do you mean earlier? What? (laughs) We're going to get to the Utah teapot, Kate, in a little bit. Great. Not not for long. It's in the movie. There's a good cameo by it in the film. The movie was written by Andrew Stanton, Joel Cohen, Alex Sokolov, and Joss Whedon. It was directed by John Lasseter, and there are three very important people you need to know about to understand Pixar. Edwin. Hit me. Edwin Catmull. Okay. Do you know who he is? Um, he is <laughs> Do you know any of these? the Utah Teapot. Um, close. He went to the same university he as did. the creator of the Utah Teapot. Yep. And he seems like he had big glasses and like a comb over and kind of a mustache. Oh, no. How would you know this? <laughs> Have you ever watched a documentary about Pixar? No. Here, hold on. We got to look at him. 
<laughs> I wasn't wrong. You're not that far off. Yeah, he's a nice. He's got more man, of though. a beard than a mustache. Let's be let's be fair. Yeah, but most Edwin. of these pictures are not from the 80s. While well, there yeah. is with his full beard back in the day. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about John Lasseter? Do you know who that is? Um, I think he was a uh, an uh, animation perv. Yeah, he was a prob- famous he, he animation was a, perv. A harasser. Yeah, har- He I looks like he would be a harasser. I should ask you to describe. Him, is that can rude? You, can you describe him now? Um, he looks like he would perform unwanted advances <laughs> well, upon his employees. He, he sure did. Okay, and then the third guy, I don't know, you probably haven't heard of him. Um, so it's Edwin Catmull, John Lasseter, and Steve Jobs. Oh, I think I know who that man is. He <laughs> likes smoothies and Birkenstocks and he died. What does he look like? He looks like a hairy egg in a turtleneck. <laughs> Let's see. Uh- <laughs> a hairy egg in a turtleneck. Look at him. <laughs> it's not right. It's not right, Kate. Uh, how are you so good at this? Okay. Edwin Catmull, Kate, uh, as a kid, he loved animation. When he graduated high school, he was choosing between his two loves. Should I go be an animator or should I go be a math and science person? Okay. Right? So he was t- stuck between t- two worlds. Yeah. Um, Not realizing that soon he'll be able to combine his two loves. Well, of course. How could he know? But uh, he lived in Salt Lake City, Utah, and basically there were no animation schools nearby. So he decided to go to the University of Utah and get a degree in computer science, combining his love of math and science. He graduated uh, from the undergrad graduate computer science program there in 1969, and it's worth mentioning, you already brought up the Utah teapot, but the University of Utah was one of the many universities benefiting from the flood of money and interest in burgeoning computer science at that time. Yeah, so we could use it to fight Russians. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. And because Catmull was there, and he was such a star student, and he loved animation, he basically invented a lot of the software and technology to take all this computer science stuff and use it for animation. So he's like the guy, one of many, but the guy, one of the really big, important founders, basically, of 3D animation, computer animation. How are we going to use the teapot to fight the Russians? <laughs> yeah, you just smash it on their head. His fellow coat, what would you call it? Peer, his peer, uh, Martin Newell, creates the Utah teapot 3D model in 1975 while at the University of Utah. Catmull was a grad student there at that time, so they probably knew each other. I couldn't find evidence that they did, but I mean, how many computer science people could there have been at that university interested in 3D modeling at that time? Um, But Catmull's famous thing he did was this animation of his hand, Hmm. a very simple rendering of a hand. Wow, really inspired John Lasseter, a grabby (laughs) hand. Is that rude? And I'm that, on fire today. The, the hand animation was in 1972, three okay. years before the teapot. John Lasseter also grew up loving animation, but because he grew up in Hollywood, California, there's this place, you know, CalArts, the uh, university right near his house, basically. So he was able to go into animation when he went to college. And CalArts, if you don't know, is um, a university founded by Walt Disney specifically to train future Disney animators. It was just... An assembly line. Yeah. So uh, like a lot of people who went there, like Tim Burton and, and lots of other famous people, Lasseter got hired by Disney as soon as he graduated. Uh, he was a junior animator on The Fox and the Hound, but he had seen some early digital special effects. He says it was the movie Tron, which Disney also did make. That made him become kind of like fixated on computers and 3D modeling and how that could be used in his field of character animation. But of course, he was doing the traditional 2D kind before this. So allegedly, he He made uh, some pitches to the Disney bosses for movies that would take this burgeoning technology and combine it with 2D animation. And the movies would have been The Brave Little Toaster and an adaptation of Where the Wild Things Are. Uh, So those were the two ideas he had to do, like crazy 3D backgrounds with 2D character animation on top. He was fired as a result. There's lots of possible reasons why, but he made these pitches and was like immediately fired. But basically... The bosses said he was making these complicated pitch reels and teaching himself 3D animation, like when he should have been doing his normal work. Uh, so they were like mad at him. What or, does that sound like? Or that he was too ambitious for a junior animator. Or a lot of his fellow 2D animators were like scared of the 3D stuff. They're like, this is going to put us out of the job. Don't bring it to Disney. You know what I mean? So it kind of made him unpopular, potentially, uh, especially among the older animators, because there were still guys there uh, who had worked on all the older Disney movies, you know, at this time in the 70s. So anyway, last out. Ed Catmull, meanwhile, had been part of an early 3D animation group at the New York Institute of Technology, which got absorbed by Lucasfilm, George Lucas's company. So George Lucas had this early 3D animation thing for a while, but finally George Lucas said, you know what? I can't fund this anymore. It's very expensive. You guys are on your own. So he cuts them loose and it became its own company, which they called 
Pixar. So Catmull brings Lassiter on board because they were looking for an experienced animator. Like they had all the techie stuff. Mm. They needed an expert animator. And he wasn't really an expert yet. He was still a junior animator, but he knew more than they did, you know, because he had worked at Disney, was trained by Disney at CalArts. So you have Catmull as an expert in 3D software. Lassiter is an expert in traditional animation techniques. And of course, as a creative kind of force there. And then Steve Jobs, the third sort of member here, was of course experiencing his own business success around this time as the co-founder of Apple Computers. And uh, he was courted by Pixar as an investor because they just needed a rich person yeah, to invest. Yeah, they just needed a money man. And he dumped like ungodly amounts of money into this, even when he was being advised, like, don't do this. So he was just like irresponsibly funding them. Which, of course, ends up working out in the long run. But, like, when they get bought by Disney, it makes, like, Steve Jobs, like, a board member at Disney. Like, all this crazy stuff happens later. But he was just the money guy because they needed all this money to build these cutting-edge computers and just keep producing work even though they're not profitable for a very very long time. So Pixar chugs along from when it became an independent company in 1986, making little short films and TV commercials. But Catmull's dream since day one, since he was a kid, basically, really since he was in college, I guess, was to make a feature length film using this technology. That was his mission. And he was like, I'm going to do this. Pixar is going to do it. So in 1988, Pixar makes a short film, which is what they were doing at the time, called The Tin Toy. Have you ever seen this? I think, yes. You made me watch this. Wow, really? Just just because one time? Just yeah, no I think reason? so. Okay. There's the little tin toy. You know, he's like a little drummer guy. He looks kind of cute. Yeah. Um, however, the baby in this has always scared me. Horrendous. I don't like the baby. But the Horrendous. To the toys look great. And the kind of lesson of The Tin Toy for Pixar was 3D modeling at this time is very limited. Can we can we take the baby off the screen, please? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Let's Thank go back you. to the little toy. He's cute. 3D modeling at the time was very limited. So everything looks kind of plastic and fake. So like toys look great. It looks mm. like toys and humans don't. So yeah, we're, we're not ready to make the baby. Yeah. When they, uh, when they, uh, you, you're never ready, Kate. If you wait till you're ready, they, they kind of learned like maybe we should focus on something with toys, you know, when Got we it. do get to our film in a few years. So they start prepping for this movie. It takes years and years. Like basically from 1988, they start preparing to make this movie that doesn't come out till 1995. Um, they get Disney to help fund the production and be their distributor. Uh, and then they start getting talent. And one of the early people they hire is Tom Hanks. Do you have your headphones on? You do, yes. right? The problem is they like, they couldn't even describe this to people. You know what I mean? Like they really, people did not know what this would even look like. It's all so new. So they took Tom Hanks's voice from Turner and Hooch a movie that you like, right? Everyone loves Turner, Turner and Hooch. Fan. Yeah, you made me absolutely. watch that. It's very funny. And just to try to convince him what this would be like, because he's like, I don't understand what you're asking me to sign up for. They made this little test reel. Take a look. Oh, no, no, no. You're eating the car. Don't eat the car. I got the car. Oh, you stupid dog. I don't like Woody's chin in that. <laughs> yeah, Woody just was... Just a big square face. Yeah. It's not good. He was a work in progress. But yeah. based on that, Tom Hanks was like, all right, I'll do it. I love this. This looks amazing. Well, I mean, <laughs> imagine like you have right. the opportunity to do something that has like never, <laughs> ever been done before. Yeah. There's no there's no opportunity like that in film, really. Yeah. You know, like what's yeah. what's the final frontier of film? There right. isn't one. And, you know, uh, you could you probably people were looking at it. Tom Hanks included as like this is like Snow White. Like this is yeah, like being involved like in first, Snow White. Yeah. It's You'll like making forever. Steamboat Willie. Right. Right. And they, of course, move on and get uh, lots of other big names. Don Rickles, um, Tim Allen at the time very big name you know they put together a pretty good cast oh yeah because he was going ha, ha, ah, on ooh. um home on home improvement yeah. Yeah. right around this time right at the same exact time i don't like him tell us how you really feel they invented a few of their own toys like woody and buzz um mm -hmm. you know based on sure, archetypal yeah. toys an old cowboy toy a pull string toy a, a spaceman toy but it's kind of retro futuristic but they also licensed some toys which i think is a really interesting choice because it costs them money but like putting Mr. Potato Head in the movie is like a, a nice detail. It really grounds sure. the world a little bit, I think, you know? And this must have been on their minds, right? The idea of the premise of the movie is like an old thing being phased out by a new thing. And it's literally what ended up happening to the animation industry as a result of this movie. It's a little on the nose, isn't oh, it? Oh, no. I just, it's interesting. Like, they killed 2D animation because this was such a hit and it's cheaper to do and all that stuff. The movie's a mega hit. It led to sequels, spinoffs, tons of successful Pixar movies. They get to continue being a studio, get acquired by Disney later because this uh, partnership was so fruitful. I loved this movie as a kid. I loved having it on tape and watching it. I was just fascinated by it. And I really liked 
we witnessed the birth of 3D animation and I was like anticipating all the next movies. I remember seeing the trailers for Monsters, Inc., for Shrek, you know, and being like, this is it. This is amazing. Like I was, I was all in on this killing 2D animation, which I'm sad about now, but I was super hyped as a kid. I just thought it was so cool looking and so unique. This movie was re-released, Kate, Toy Story 1, mm-hmm. in 3D on October, in October 2009, and we went on a date to see it. Do you remember this? Yeah, you made me go. Yeah, yeah. what'd you think of that? Did it you think I was weird that I drug you to go see a kid's movie? We were like pretty newly, not really, we were a couple months in, I guess, October yeah. 2009, but we had to like drive out to go see it. It wasn't super close to where we were uh, living at the time, but you were all, you you, uh, you went, it was a double feature, right, with Toy Story 1 and 2. Yeah, I think you bought me the big popcorn, which, you know, <laughs> is how I knew you were a baller. And you did eat it quietly, which is good. Yeah. Your parents taught you well. Yeah, and I didn't um, even talk once, and I didn't move. <laughs> And the reason they re-released it was because Toy Story 3 was about to come out in June 2010, which we also went on a date to see. We did. Which is really nice. When those toys go into that furnace, though... Oh, it's, it's rough. rough. Toy Story 3 rules. I love it. And then we went on a date to see Toy Story 4 in June 2019. Aren't we just, it's oh, just wow. so sweet? Isn't that nice? Wow, that feels like a million years We've ago. We've seen every oh, Toy Story God. movie in a theater. That's really sweet of us. Anyway, just thought that was interesting. All so, right, are we going to watch this? You know, when I when I bought all these toys, I thought that was kind of cute. And it reminds me of like going on these dates with you. And you're like, get this plastic <laughs> out of my face. <laughs> Listen, it, that's that's a very nice explanation, but I still do not want the plastic near me. Kate, uh, we're finally going to watch it. Sorry, it's a long preamble. It really was. Ready? It involved the Utah teapot. <laughs> ready to dig in. You have a choice, though. You ready? It doesn't really matter what you pick. It's up to you. I have a version of the movie that we can watch that has been ripped from a VHS tape, so it has the exact quality of how you would have seen it as a kid, or you can watch the uh, nice, you know, what it looked like in a theater at the time. Let's just let's just watch the nice you one. You want the nice one? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I figured you might, but I just wanted to give you the option. Tuesday night's plastic corrosion awareness meeting was, I think, a big success, and we want to thank Mr. Spell for putting that on for us. Thank you, Mr. Spell. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, oh, yes, one uh, minor note here. Andy's birthday party has been moved to today. Uh, next we have... What do you mean the party's today? His birthday's not till next week. What's going on down there? Is his mom losing her marbles? Well, obviously, she wanted to have the party before the move. I'm not worried. You shouldn't be worried. Of course Woody ain't worried. He's been Andy's favorite since kindergarten. Hey, hey, come on, potato head. If Woody says it's all right, then, well, darn it, it's good enough for me. Woody has never steered us wrong before. Come on, guys. Every Christmas and birthday we go through this. But what if Andy gets another dinosaur? A mean one. I just don't think I can take that kind of rejection. Hey, listen. No one's getting replaced. This is Andy we're talking about. The Utah teapot. Utah teapot. Utah teapot. I guess I should clarify, John Lasseter was fired by Disney because he was extremely inappropriate with any women who he ever encountered at work to the point where it was a, a, one of countless workplaces where basically you were told, like, stay away from John, the boss and founder, haha. Ha. Mm-hmm. There's Rocky Gibraltar, see him? But another animation company hired him immediately. So oh, they don't ew. care. All right, so we got kids playing with toys. It looks good. I get it. <laughs> Woody's got a lot of rouge on. Look at him. Oh, that Mr. Potato Head in the movie has two eye holes. Mm. Mine does not. Ah. Oh, oh God. Not a human. Yeah, this human baby is horrendous. Oh, look at her hair. It's not good. She's got like Justin Timberlake hair. <laughs> I guess you need humans in this yeah, movie. Yeah, but maybe they just should hold, show arms. That's that's a good idea. You know, don't no, show faces. They, they were really, um, they here we go. shot we got, their shot. We got Randy Newman. Oh, I forgot to mention. Yeah, all this uh, great original music by Randy Newman. And a unique musical. A human musical. sheepdog. <laughs> Doesn't he sound like how a sheepdog would sing? Yeah. It's a, it's a unique musical where it's not like the characters yeah. breaking the song. It's all yeah. sung by Randy Newman and just kind of like relate it to yeah. what's going on. I like when he says that short people don't deserve to live. <laughs> not in this film, I'd like no, to point out. Randy Newman. He's wild. What I really like is the weird, like the, I don't know what word I'm looking for. Like I was going to use the word intersectionality of like what we're playing with here. Like it's a cowboy with an RC car and you've got like a Barbie. Technically you know? not in the way that <laughs> yeah. you'd think you'd be using that term right now, but yeah, technically. Right? It's got like... Yeah, he's it's just so fun because it's like that's how kids play, yeah. right? It's like let's take our like our Barbie and our stuffed animal and oh, yeah. you know your action figure 100%. and like all this stuff, you know? Yeah, which my is Dragon fun. Ball Z guys were fighting my Beanie Babies for oh, sure absolutely. when I was a little kid. Yeah, 
What a great toy's eye view of this, right? Yeah. Which is really fun. Yeah, the camera angles are nuts in yeah. this, I'm noticing. And I mean, that's something they could do easily in the computer that it's they're taking advantage baby. of. It's just so funny how primitive it looks at times where like, yeah, oh, you absolutely. can sit through and watch, like a kid will watch all four of these in a row in 2023. And like, I don't know, I, I actually like to see them with a kid to see their, if they notice how, how much yeah. worse this looks at times. But like, again, when the toys are alone, Looks fine. Which just been revealed that like (laughs) all the toys can. Oh yeah, I guess you don't know that until this moment, right? That all of them can move and talk, which is really fun. It takes a couple minutes. Oh, that snake. Don't have him. He's rare. (laughs) The little tykes. (laughs) Did you have any of these toys before or after? I mean, I had a piggy bank, but it wasn't that piggy bank, you know? Right. There's the puck. See, he's really hard to find, but Just people displacing uh, the aggression onto that hockey puck. People, uh, you could make 3D print files of him, so that's always an option. <laughs> R.I.P. Jim Barney. R.I.P. You know Don Rickles. You know what's real weird? What toys playing with toys? They're oh, like, oh they're... yeah, let's let's um, play checkers. Oh, like no. that's someone's cousin, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the threshold for you to be yeah. alive? Because the checkerboard does not appear to be living, and the snake can't speak. He got like the Etch-A-Sketch, which is a real, I have no mouth, but I must scream yeah. kind of thing. So like Woody's over here, like he's the mayor of Toy Town, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's a schmoozer. He's called a staff meeting. Yeah. What's that guy's name? Sean Wallace? That guy. The inconceivable guy. That Baby, guy. I don't Sean I don't Wallace. Know. He's bald. Oh, that man. That man. We just saw him in something where I was like, he's still alive? <laughs> He was just in a movie like this year. The crackling um... sexual tension between <laughs> yeah. this cowboy doll and this lamp. It's just it's so stunning. Funny. Who do you think wrote that? Oh, no. You think it was Steve Jobs? <laughs> you think it was uh, Joss Whedon? Uh, no. <laughs> that face that Woody makes is so funny. horrendous, it's but I like best. it. He's so like uh, flustered. Yeah. Come on. You have to admit that my real toys we just looked at are perfect matches Pretty good, in most yeah. cases. Oh, that clown. That's a hard one to get. I remember you really laughing at this joke when we saw it in the theaters in 2009, the plastic corrosion awareness meeting. Mr. Spell, by the way, they, they never released one of those, so they're all custom made yeah. and prohibitively the, um, expensive. That's that's really funny, though, right? Yeah. Like the plastic corrosion awareness <laughs> seminar. Like, they're when are they having these meetings? Like, I guess while he's at school, at school while he's sleeping, at I guess not practice, while he's sleeping, but yeah, you know, yeah, he's out of the house a lot. All right, so everybody's upset about this uh, <laughs> birthday party, which is like such a fun detail, right? Like they're gonna get uh, replaced. How about Mr. Potato Head uh, using Kissing his? his- yeah, to indicate that, uh, who was it, Slinky Dog's an ass kisser? Just what a chaotic life, because someone always has to be looking out. Yeah. They have to panically, you know, pretend they're dead or whatever. I did used to wonder a lot as a kid about, like, okay, are they conscious all the time? Do they go to sleep? Do they have to eat? I used to really have some deep anxiety-filled thoughts about being one of these toys. Mm-hmm. Mr. Spell just keeps typing out trash can. One day I'm going to make you play the uh, Toy Story Sega Genesis game. It's one of the most frustrating experiences you'll ever have. Hmm. Is that a baby monitor or a walkie-talkie? I mean, I think it's a walkie-talkie, a toy walkie-talkie. You know, it's a nice detail. Wow. Um, the kick plate like marks on the doors, <laughs> which is fun. Yeah. You know, it's like they didn't have to go quite this hard. <laughs> and they didn't in a lot of situations. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, see when the, we're down the here, door kicks the that, doors like, are absolutely wrecked with yeah. scratches. But that's like, funny. that's what a kid's yeah. house would look like, yeah. you know? Good eye. I never noticed that. Right? Like if they just always kept us with that view, mm-hmm. like Andy's mom's feet, you know, stepping on the toys. You're right. It would be so much better. It's much funnier than any other Disney movie, too. Yes. Like, this is funny. The one toy soldier that got stepped on and is like, go on without me. And he's like, absolutely wrecked. Like, there's a lot of jokes. So they're doing recon on the presents here. (laughs) And it's like, oh, man. First one's like a lunchbox. And the second one's bed sheets. And they're making fun of the kid who bought him bed sheets. I, for one, would be happy to receive bed sheets for my (laughs) birthday. Who invited that kid? Great line. Very relatable when you're a kid. That's what I mean. This is a straight up comedy. It's a very funny movie. Yeah. Like the only other one I can think of, and it's after this, is um, The Emperor's New Groove. Mm. Like Aladdin, Lion King. Like those aren't funny like this. But again, it's not a Disney movie. Disney didn't make (laughs) this. They just distributed it. Mr. Potato Head just did the sign of the cross while they're waiting to hear what the last present is. Like, it didn't even have to be good. No. Because the animation yeah. is so unique. Yeah. But it's so funny so far. It's chaotic, my favorite thing. Yes. And just so funny. Like, this seems like a lot to remember. They have to remember where they were. Oh, he's like so shiny, you know? Uh-huh. No scuffs. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear. His dome isn't even foggy. <laughs> well, give it 30 years. It will be. <laughs> 
it raises a lot of questions though too because and obviously i'm overthinking it but uh like did all the toys once believe their fiction because they yeah. every toy in this room is aware they're a toy except for yeah. buzz lightyear who really thinks he's a space ranger so like did woody at one time think he was a real cowboy mm. do they all have to be deprogrammed it's so fun because i feel like the first couple times you watch it when you're a kid right you don't pick up on like he does all these woody does all these uh Woody spends all this time with the toys saying like, all right, guys, like, we're not going to get replaced. It's all good, mm -hmm. right? We have to just be kind and friendly to everyone. And then he's just like, oh, f <laughs> he's, yeah, he's so rude to Buzz Lightyear yeah. throughout. Just thinking of like the computer power it took to do just this one scene yeah. you know what i mean his uh, buzz lightyear's flight yeah yeah this original music is such a great choice mm -hmm. you know it gives the movie a whole really unique feel just blasting woody just <laughs> slapping him with stuff it's so great hey that's how kids play yeah why would they let him decorate his room redecorate it when they're in the middle of moving good point yeah i mean honestly buzz lightyear's probably one of the best things to happen to this sleepy little hamlet he's they're all getting out. in shape mm -hmm. you know he taught rex how to roar yeah honestly like maybe if if woody just embraced this uh new man in his life allowed them to form a relationship it might be okay here we go except that aging is part of life right and falling out of favor with people who used to love you and part he, of life man and he put woody away in the toy chest yeah he's snuggling buzz that hard plastic toy. maybe he would have a little more empathy for i don't know like the little little people what are they little tykes the little tykes the little uh play school guys that look like eggs he thought he was hot up until this right woody's going all single white female here it's not good not single white female. woody's going all fatal attraction here you know <laughs> If he can't have Andy, no one's going to have Andy. This was definitely peak humor for me as a child. Oh, yeah. When uh, Buzz Lightyear's helmet gets opened and he thinks he's going to asphyxiate. Yeah, Woody is unhinged. Yeah, he's a real jerk. Thought he was folksy and charming. And yet, this is like pretty dark if you <laughs> take a second to think about it, right? <laughs> right. Like if these toys are all sentient, right? Yep. They're essentially watching like a beheading going on yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, Sid's about you know? to blow up Combat Carl because yeah. I guess they couldn't, they didn't want to pay for G.I. Joe. Yeah, Sid is just like a, a naughty child. Which like, who in any normal reality that's not this movie, it's fine if you want to blow up your toys, I guess. Maybe not yeah. blow up, but the way he like splits them apart and yeah. reforms them into other toys, that would be fine. It's very creative and inventive, but yeah. it makes him an absolute like serial killer, yeah. torturer. And Combat Carl, till the end, did not move and reveal yeah. that he was a toy, an alive toy. Yeah, like one single toy tear coming down his face <laughs> as he thinks of his wife and kids, you know? It's a toy wife and toy yeah. kids. He's probably married to like a Raggedy Ann. They had three beautiful shaker egg children. <laughs> Do you think it's possible that the Raggedy Ann that's the real uh, Annabelle is I just... I was just thinking about just the from... Raggedy Ann that's a real Annabelle. Maybe that's just like, she's like a real Toy Story Toy. Mm, maybe i literally was just <laughs> thinking about it. i don't know i was thinking that you know how in the movie she's like a porcelain doll i think it's actually scarier that yeah. it's a raggedy ann yeah if she just came to life and did yeah. scary stuff yeah yeah i always wished pizza planet was real as a kid i was like i want to go to pizza planet so bad it's like a better Chuck E. cheeses and then there are pizza planets in disney world and not to sound ungrateful but when i did finally go to one as a teenager it's basically just like a quick grab your pizza and go there's no arcade machines there's no claw machine what a, a punk you it's are a missed opportunity to this day i would like to go to a real pizza planet so now woody has homicide on his mind uh-huh maybe it's because he just watched combat carl blow up yeah he's like great idea he literally is gonna push him into this dust bunny infested crevice and just leave him there and just leave him there I he's mean... gonna run him over with a car <laughs> the poor car right has yeah. its own thoughts really a bad look get a little indiana jones action uh -huh. there where is your honor, dirtbag? Just the mob justice. Yeah. They're gonna <laughs> let's string him up by his pull string. Were you ever allowed to take a toy to a restaurant like this? No. No. I could no. bring some crayons. Oh no, yeah. I mean you know, I I never like brought a, my own, only if they gave them to you. You know what I mean? Restaurant. Like I had like a maybe like an activity book of some kind, mm -hmm. but like you weren't bringing a toy to a no, restaurant. No, no. The best Absolutely I ever got was not. getting the crayons and the little, you know, like kids placemat that has yep. stuff on it that they give you there if it's that kind of place. I did have a barrel of monkeys. Oh yeah? Yeah. Did you play with it? What do you yeah. what do you do? This? You just, you just string them together? Yeah. You got to try and pick them up by... Oh, with, with other arms. monkeys? Yeah. Hmm. Make a pile. All right, so our two main characters are on the road, which is good. Do, do kids play with toys anymore? Yeah, definitely. Do you think? Yeah. Kids, if you're listening, write in. <laughs> 
I just feel like in the world of video games and electronics, even for me, my video games quickly replace toys. Most of the time, when whenever I had access to them, yeah. I would have rather played Super Nintendo most days than played with a toy once I was old enough to understand it, mm. which was at a very young age, I feel like. You know, books really replace toys for hmm. me. I was always, always, always reading. Right. Like, you would always find me with a book. Right. But I was also an older sibling, right? So, like, you know, when you play with, like, a younger sibling, hmm. I feel like you, your toy usage is extended, you know? Hmm. Valid. My, right. And I was the younger sibling. My brother never played toys with me. Never? Uh, no. That's sad. Yeah. Sorry. I played video games, but I do love this very violent fight scene. I know, right? Oh, when he punches Buzz's Lightyear's head and it squeaks. It's a really serious fight. I mean, they are pummeling each other. Of course, there's bigger questions of like, can the toys feel pain? Yeah. Which later is answered. Woody can feel when he's being burnt later. So yeah. I do always feel sad when I see a toy that's lost. What happens if it runs him over? Lights out? His consciousness is gone? How much of the toy needs to remain intact for it to remain conscious? I guess according to what Sid does later. Yeah, because that leg toy, the spider toy, you know? Oh, God. I used to both love and kind of freak out about thinking about all these rules and stuff (laughs) as a kid. But it it did occupy a lot of my my internal life, I think. So Buzz Lightyear is supposed to be glow-in-the-dark, his green parts, right? Yeah, yeah. I love a Tom Hanks freak out. (laughs) I don't care if it's animated or live action. I don't care if it's old or young. They must have written the him screaming "You are a toy" specifically once he was cast. Oh, right? absolutely right. It's it's like it's a that Turner, Turner and Hooch freak right. out. They yeah. needed him to do. I that. love a Tom Hanks. I love an older man freak out, no matter what, as long as it's uh, safe. <laughs> you know, this just looks so cool as a kid. Pizza mm-hmm. Planet. Now that we're here, all these little aliens that are touching him is very unsettling. They're squeaky. Mm-hmm. My the real ones I got my hands on are not squeaky. Unfortunately, this was like right around the time of. Um, heaven's gate yeah right yeah it's like a weird choice super weird but i guess like weird cults were in the news yeah because when was heaven's gate (sighs) Uh, 90 it happened after this were they well known before that i actually don't know i don't know but it is interesting in the world of the movie the idea of like what other toys lives are like all right so they've been taken from the claw machine by sid who doesn't really look like he brushes his teeth that much it is very Heaven's Gate, right? Yeah, what is the, what are those aliens' belief system? He goes, Nirvana is coming. The mystic portal awaits. Like, where are Sid's parents? <laughs> look at his tool bench. Yeah. Matches, knives. Oh, wow, look, he just put on an N95. The sister just went looking for their mom, so she's here. She exists. Just the body horror of this show. Yeah. Right, so like the body horror of these dolls and toys in Sid's room. Yeah, it's pretty horrific if you think about it too much. Yeah, right, because Buzz Lightyear just said it. He's like, they're cannibals. Like, they're taking these, like, these people who are, like, they have, like, things sewn to them, right? It's like the human centipede. Yeah, and they're all over there fighting over yeah. the decapitated body of the, the sister's doll. It is. It's like, that's what it is. It's the yeah. human centipede. None of them can speak, it mm-hmm. seems. Poor Andy. He can't find the toys, which genuinely are lost because of the toys coming to life and falling Mm. out of the car or whatever. And his mom's like, I guess you're just not looking hard enough, Andy. Sid is going to burn his house down. Oh, yeah. He's got matches. He's using a magnifying glass to burn Woody on a very plush looking, disgusting looking carpet that could catch fire easily. Oh, my God. Is there just a discarded bowl of cereal and milk on the floor? Oh, is that the carpet from The Shining? That carpet from The Shining is there. (laughs) I never noticed that. That's such a weird choice. That dog looks really muscular. It's disturbing. That dog is ripped. Man, that dog just looks so weird. Uh-oh. Is this the dad? Yeah. Sid's dad with several open aluminum cans around him. Mm-hmm. Taking a nap. Not even the dog will go near him. I yeah. guess that explains some of Sid's behavior. Oh, no. Right? Oh, my God. The TV has a pair of pliers in place of the knob. It's like so mm-hmm. beat and old. The absolute existential crisis of Buzz Lightyear <laughs> seeing his own toy commercial. Randy Newman's like, can I write a melancholy song, please? Yeah, put me on this. His arm broke off. That must not feel good. Because, like, we know that these toys can feel pain, right? Like, I think he's in shock. Look at him. You know? Yeah. A lot of screaming in this house. Yeah. They all scream for each other. It's, it's not, not good. good. It's not good communication. Ready for my favorite cameo in this film? The Utah teapot. The Utah teapot's here. There it is. You, you know, know what? If you have to be in this house, this is probably the best place to be. <laughs> the you sister's know? room, having a tea party. Yeah. I know, this is weird. This is the first time yeah. we get the idea that if the toys talk like they do to each other yeah, and they're in earshot, the humans can hear them. Woody just tricked the sister by mm-hmm. pretending he was her mom and yelling for her. Yeah. 
the implications are wild. Yeah, like, who's the mayor now, you know? I think it's anarchy in Andy's room. I, think. I like this one little duck guy. I know, that little duck is cute. Is he like a Pez head? <laughs> a duck, something like that. Oh no, they weren't trying to hurt that doll. They were putting her back together. These poor, abused, misunderstood <laughs> mutant toys. Just ordering explosives through the mail as a child. Yeah, it was 1995. It was fine. He got it in a catalog. You know, Sid just needed like a STEM program at his school. Oh yeah. Bo Peep is like a serial killer's widow. <laughs> Like, did she know? Like, in, yeah, she's like, oh, poor, yeah. poor Woody. I'm, I miss him. Like, in the eyes of her community that she lives in, Good right? Point. Like, Woody's a murderer. Yeah, the last, she was there too. The last they saw of him was yeah. him holding Buzz's severed arm from across the way. Huh. God, what a time to be alive. You know, like, you'd watch this movie and then, like, Rugrats was on TV. Just, like, media was killing it right at this moment in time. 1995 was Liddy. I guess this is like a mini version of the furnace scene from Toy Story 3. They're stuck yeah. here overnight. Yeah. Woody and Buzz waiting. Buzz is already strapped to the rocket. They're just waiting for the storm to end before he can be blown up. The real dead man walking energy. Oh, did you catch what's written on the toolbox? Binford. That's the tool company from Home Improvement. Weird. The Santa Claus, Home Improvement, and Toy Story all in such a short span. What a time to be Tim Allen canister of gasoline in his room he's breathing yeah, in the fumes he's not well supervised he's not well oh man a bed with no sheets on it oh he was laying on it with nothing yeah. no sheet over him or blanket yeah, or anything Sid right? could really use some help maybe that whole family poor sid could use a little little help yeah i just i worry that there's not enough supervision like outside of his room right he <laughs> yeah, is Sid's in the in backyard, backyard. and his mom has probably noticed this maybe yeah. someone should just like call have a little check yeah I'm sure they've checked a million times. Yeah. There's just nothing they can do. Yeah. Until something worse happens, unfortunately. I love that car with human arms and legs. It's so weird. I like when, I like when the little frog goes, too. <laughs> the wind-up frog. Oh, the level in the Toy Story game for Sega where you're doing this, you're Woody on that skateboard guy. <laughs> it is just so unfair. You, you can't win. It's impossible. It goes so fast. Mm. You have to, like, jump over stuff. Yeah. It's one of the most... I only played this, like, last year. I was an adult, and I was so mad playing it. Wow, these Sid's toys are risking life and limb to help Woody I mean, they and don't Buzz. have a lot, you know? <sighs> Is like that, they, you think, they're like... I think they have to create, like, meaning and community oh. because they've been so roundly abused, yeah. you know? Like, I don't know if they have, like, a lot to live for, you know? Good point. And so many of them are so maimed, maybe they're like, what's the dog chewing on me one more time? Yeah, like... I'll probably be fine. Yeah. I'm already missing all my original parts. Yeah. I know you not. could have just used oh. like a little a little 3D printer or something, a little STEM program, <laughs> yeah. maybe some steam, incorporate I, the arts. I know that not every movie is like this, but I do get so tired of like a lot of current movies where the stakes are so high. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, if we don't do this, Thanos will kill the universe. And you're like, oh, again, like, just let me rest. What a great low stakes movie. I mean, very high personal stakes yes, for these characters, yeah. but it's literally like some toys in the backyard. We've only traveled barely between these two houses and Pizza Planet. Yeah. It's just lovely. Sid already obviously has experienced a lot of adverse childhood um, experiences. Oh, absolutely. That yeah. are going to traumatize him for life. 100%. Add on to it what everyone's just going to assume is a psychotic break. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's statistically, if you look at like the stress diathesis model of mental illness, like... Glad we're going here. He's much more likely to, you know, if he's already predisposed to developing a, you know, some kind of mental illness or a physical mm -hmm. illness, like mm -hmm. these childhood experiences that he's clearly had with his dad, mm -hmm. like this extreme hallucination that he's having yeah might well, not but be that unusual but it's not no one's gonna believe him you no know what i mean gonna believe it's yeah. it's real i forgot all the toys participate yeah. all of his toys i i was just remembering yeah. woody talking but what a nightmare woody's head spinning around that run that sid does too <laughs> where he turns into a total noodle armed guy yeah, this, this just isn't gonna be good for sid no statistically not great here we go just in time for a thrilling final sequence thank god this is a big moving truck for um, a single mom and two kids. Yeah, it is a single mom, right? We we haven't heard from a daddy. No. Buzz Lightyear pulling that dog's eyelids up was pretty, yeah. pretty Horrendous. gruesome. I didn't like it. 
Yeah, RC's worried he's going to be an accessory to murder again. <laughs> yeah, the last time Woody used RC, it was to push Buzz out the window. Poor RC. It's bad enough being any of these toys where you yeah, have to like... like a, he's like an indentured servant. Yeah. Like, at least the other toys have free movement when the, yeah. they're not being played with. But the other toys can take over RC's yeah, like a, free like will. Puppet. It's really bad. And he, he was uh, he was whimpering a second ago with fear. Mm-hmm. He can express ideas and thoughts somehow, like yeah. Lassie. Have you ever played with a remote-controlled car, Kate? No. So even as a kid, this sequence, I took a little little umbrage with because no remote-controlled car could keep up with traffic on the street. <laughs> you wished it could. But they're they're fun, but you know, not like this. But look at this thing. It's a pretty intense car crash. Yeah. There's like a five or yeah, five vehicle crash here. Luckily the dog didn't get run over like it looked like it was gonna Oh my god, yeah, what happens when RC's batteries run out? Yeah. You go to sleep? Poor Slinky. He's all used up and bent out of shape yeah. now too. Like every Slinky that ever existed. <laughs> Great moment when he lights the match and it just gets blown out <laughs> immediately before they can use it. Yeah, baby, you got to torture your protagonist. <laughs> Come on. This is really beautiful, like Titanic. Woody and Buzz flying down to the car. Yeah. <sighs> Man, it predates Titanic, right? Sure does. Are you crying? No. Who am I to judge why they moved? But it seems like pretty much the same size. I wonder why no, they moved. No, they were, they were um, it looked like it, they were in a two bedroom before. Oh, because oh, Andy, Andy and his and, sister were sharing right. room. Good point. Good point. You're right. Whoa. Woody and Bo Peep are just making out. Hell yeah. Mr. Potato Head's face when the Mrs. Potato Head gets unwrapped is absolutely <laughs> shocking. <laughs> These poor toys. Every birthday and Christmas, yeah. they have to go through this just absolute stress and anxiety and hope they just get a box of clothes, more sheets. Laurie Metcalf. She's from something. Laurie Metcalf. Eric Von Detten. He's from something. Oh, who was Eric Von Detten? Sid? Brink. Yeah, was he Sid? Brink! What, That's what, what he's from. Was he Sid or Andy? Yeah, he was Sid. He's Sid. Right now, poised at the edge of the galaxy, Emperor Zerg has been secretly building a weapon with the destructive capacity to annihilate an entire planet. I alone have information that reveals this weapon's only weakness. And you, my friend, are responsible for delaying my rendezvous with Star Command! You are a toy! You weren't the real Buzz Lightyear. You're you're an action figure. You are a child's plaything. You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. All right, Kate, what do you think? How's Toy Story hold up to your memory of your first ever feature film you saw in a theater? You know what? If you haven't seen it since you were little, it's worth a rewatch. Uh, there's some good jokes in there that they're not like inappropriate. Sometimes like an inappropriate joke in a kid's movie really skeeves me. Oh, but there are a few for whatever. Here. Well, there's like... Laser there's envy? A, yeah, that, listen, that, there's some though. I don't, I can't think of any right Off now. Off the top of your head, but, but like there's, there's nothing some, so egregious here. No. But there's some great there's some great throwaway lines that like you as a child wouldn't have picked Ever. up. Right? The, like the Woody calling the aliens zealots is yeah, such a great moment. So good. The plastic corrosion awareness <laughs> seminar. So funny. Rex talking about how he was created not by Mattel, but by a small company that had a leveraged buyout or something. <laughs> it's like such a weird throwaway line. Very um, entertaining. But yeah, entertaining. I, I enjoyed myself. I'm not going to lie. Even though, what's his name? Oh, even though John Lasseter Even though John Lasseter oh, sure, Kate, I mean, I think separating the art from the artist is... Wait till we watch Space Jam and you have to decide how you feel about R. Kelly's song being played at pivotal moments. I'd like um, to separate that artist from his teeth. As an adult, though, especially like two adults who work in like human services, it's really disturbing to see like Sid's house and what Sid's life mm. might be like, right? Yeah. Like I spent a lot of time meditating on that in this viewing mm-hmm. where like the dog won't even go into Sid's dad's yeah. uh, like TV watching room. Yeah. You know, with like a bunch of crumpled up beer cans all over the yeah, ground. Sid, and like One of them was a grape soda, but the rest were definitely beers. Yeah. Um, Not Sid, so good. Sid definitely needs it. The whole family needs a little check in maybe and some social services to help. Anyway, on that note, yeah, I really enjoyed this. I love this movie. I haven't seen it in a minute. I definitely haven't seen it since I've acquired all the toys in the last year. And that was a trip watching it and just keeping an eye out for all of them. I was like, this is so weird. I've spent so much time like getting all these and thinking about them and searching for them and sure. waiting for a deal. It was just kind of funny and made me get reinvigorated and think, man, I got to find a cheap Rocky Gibraltar and I got to 3D print a, a hockey puck uh and sand him and paint him and all that anyway um it's just it's a fun movie it is it's a it's a good ride totally holds up i would say yes even with the weird animation on the dog and the people totally totally holds up so self-contained little story 
stakes are uh, uh, not world ending, but still important. Uh, just so many great jokes. And it did slow down. Like when we started, we were both cracking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they definitely load the front end with a lot of jokes. It, it slows down significantly with the humor, but I don't know, still pretty engaging. You want to keep any of those toys at the house? Is there like one you might want to like pick out? You know Maybe what? Like I, hold I, and, and snuggle while you sleep? Absolutely like, not. Like Buzz Lightyear, like uh, to touch like any Andy of these does. toys. Yeah, they'll, they'll go back, you, um, back to my office. Did you sanitize the toys? I did. They've all you been. You did? Oh, Kate, I acquire things on eBay every once in a while. Some that you've seen, some that just went straight to work, so they just live there. The Star Wars, uh, 1999 Star Wars Episode One cup toppers. Those are big because not only are they toys, they also at one time were on top of soda cups. So uh, I'm a pro Mm -hmm. at absolutely dousing stuff in Lysol and sanitizer and making sure that they're nice and clean. The Casper puppets from uh, 1995. We looked at those back on our Casper episode from uh, Pizza Hut. I've since completed the collection. I sanitize them, but no amount of sanitizing would make those smell uh, less like decaying plastic. No, yeah, no. You can't can't fix that. Anyway, yeah, if you haven't seen Toy Story in a while, I strongly encourage you to go back and watch it. It is a total trip. And if you can find the VHS version, uh, which you can find if you look around a little bit online, uh, I recommend it, even though Katie did not uh, bite, you didn't bite on that one. Uh, but it, it's really interesting because it it smooths everything out in a way that I think forgives some of the wonkiness. And I think that's what we were all seeing as kids. Because, of course, in theaters, it looked just like what we saw. Although the theater you went to, Kate, the local smaller theater, mm-hmm. maybe it looked more like a VHS. Yeah, maybe. But once it after you saw it in theaters, you started seeing it on VHS and it, it was much lower quality, which I think I think might have helped. I don't know. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Kate, thanks for humoring me and looking at my Toy Story collection and watching the movie. This was a trip. I really enjoyed it. So tune in next week. Oh, next week we're, uh, we're going full bore ahead on the winter holidays. Hope you're ready, Kate. Do you enjoy doing those episodes? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's very festive. <laughs> We've gotten some... Super there's festive and fun. I've gotten feedback, several, more than one listener uh, <laughs> who's interacted with us, uh, which you can do via any of our social media accounts or email, notstyljoydaywell.com, leaving a voice message through formerly Anchor, now Spotify for podcasts, uh, has said that they, they love, they've singled out the, the Christmas episodes as some of their favorite content. I've heard that wow. from at least three different people, so... Nice job. There are folks out there. three of you. Folks out there who like them. Good job, buddies. So tune in next week. Uh, We'll be doing that for for the next mm, four to five weeks. Okay, everybody. Coast is clear. This holiday season. It's showtime. Turn on your imagination. That's using the old noodle. When toys come to life. Boo, boo, boo. Walt Disney Pictures presents the first ever computer animated feature film. Code Red, we are Code Red. To infinity and beyond. (laughs) Toy Story, rated G. 